Hi, everybody. This is Philadelphia's own Todd Glass. You might be familiar with my Netflix special, voted number three out of all the Netflix specials by IndieWire. Right now, though, you're listening to the Com Artist Podcast with Alex Taylor. Wee! Huh? Put a little music there at the end. Shove that up your ass. What's up? Welcome to episode 17 of the Calm Artist Podcast. I am your host, Alex Taylor. It is Wednesday, June 13th, 2018, better known as National Sewing Machine Day. Yeah, there's a day for that. I, I don't know why, but there is, so you, we got to live with that. There's a sewing machine day. So it, go use a sewing machine. If you don't know how to use a sewing machine, go learn how. Today's the day for that. So my, uh, I'm, I'm not going to keep, I'm going to keep the intro pretty short here. Um, mostly because I'm doing the intro in my home and you can probably hear the dishwasher in the background because I'm a professional. <laughs> but uh, today's guest um, is Trey Alexander. He is a local comedian here in Springfield. Um, you can see him at open mics all around the Springfield area. Uh, and he uh, was just a part of the Todd Glass Band uh, this past weekend at all five of the Todd Glass shows at the uh, Blue Room Comedy Club. But uh, I'm excited. I was, I was very excited to have Trey on the show. Uh, funny little story, and we touch on it in the podcast. Um, we actually recorded an episode two months ago, um, but um, I don't know how technology works, so apparently I fucked up the podcast. And I don't know what happened to the recording. It's somewhere out there in cyberspace. Who the hell knows? So, Trey is an awesome guy. He was gracious enough to redo the podcast with us. And I was very uh, very grateful for that. He's an awesome guy. and glad we got to, uh, got to get a redo on it and do another show with him. So... Without any further ado, episode 17 of the Calm Artist Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 17 of the Calm Artist Podcast. I am here with local comedian Trey Alexander. Hello? Hello. Hello. I'm not going to try to do the Patrick Stewart. That's all right. <laughs> it's good to see you again, man. Yeah, good to see you again. And I, uh, this is actually the second time we're trying this because I'm a technological idiot. When, and apparently we did a recording, I want to say, I don't know, a couple months ago, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know what happened to it. It's somewhere in space, is my best guess. So, That's right, it happens, man. Yeah. So it was, I promise you, it was an hour of just great material. It was it's, good. It was It was We'll great. do it again, though. We're going to recreate it again. I like this microphone. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I do I like, I do it. like it. I, I like the shininess of it. It's like just a trophy. It like is. If you were to win a magical 
competition of sorts you just have that presented to you yeah it's like the, the trophy of microphones i like tangible things just like i don't know stupid stuff like that i did not not saying the microphone's stupid <laughs> i'm just saying that like i like tangible items that look like that i feel like i feel like half the people who've done my podcast like say something about the microphone they like right? like that's like their first impression is like to say something about the microphone um, although you know, I realize we're talking about it. You can't see the microphone out there. If you want to know what microphone we're talking about, see. I think it's a Yeti, the Yeti Blue microphone. But it's not blue; it's silver. Unless I'm colorblind. The the microphone reminds me of like the 1950s or something. Yeah, you know, like it does. It looks old fashioned. Yeah. Like. So I, I guess I like old fashioned. Okay. Yeah. Or an old fashioned. Yeah. Or an old fashioned. An old-fashioned. You know what an old-fashioned is? No, I do not. It's a drink. It's a drink, okay. And it's also a hand job. I didn't, I've, I've never heard of... An old-fashioned. An old-fashioned, okay. Cool. I'm going to tell my girlfriend later on tonight. Yeah. Give me an old-fashioned. She might make you a drink. Yeah. Or maybe she'll give me both. Right? I don't know. It would be both if you got both. Yeah. yeah. That's a real old fashioned. Yeah. <laughs> and you could you could use the microphone while you were drinking your old fashioned, getting an old fashioned. Ah, oh, so much. By old an old fashioned. fashioned woman. Yeah. Dressed in old fashioned old clothing. Fa- yeah. There you go. Like that. I like that. I like that. I uh, I already like this podcast because I've learned something today. I like learning new things, too. Yeah, I love that. The first three minutes of the podcast, I have already learned what... Uh, I've learned multiple things. I've learned what, I've learned what, what a drink is called, an old-fashioned, and about how to, another phrase for a blowjob. It's a so, hand job. Hand job, hand job, sorry. Sorry, is there is there one for a blowjob? Like if there is, I don't know about it. Yeah, if there is, comment on it. Let me know. I, I want to know these things now, or I'll just Google it later. A so, BJ. A B, okay, yeah. I'll Google, I, I'll Google all the terms. I just need to go to Urban Dictionary. And then just then just go on there and just Google all the terms. Or search all the terms for blowjobs. Is there is there a website for, like, kind of like Urban Dictionary, but for stupid sayings? Stupid sayings? I'm sure there is somewhere like, out there. Like people that say um, stuff like, I'll, I'll pencil it in. Pencil it in in my schedule. You know what I'm talking about? As we yeah. both take a sip of beer. Like, yeah, I know. That was, that was great timing that we both took a sip of beer in the podcast. Uh, but no, yes. I'm sure that's out there if we... Anything's out there in the internet now. So, something along those lines. But um, I, I I want to... Uh, and I'm trying to remember what we talked like what we talked about last time. Um, I know we went through some of your impressions and stuff like that. Um, I know you told me about you know your notebook and all your and everything you have. And do you have the same notebook from last time? No, I don't. It I, it, it's, I don't have it with me. It's in the oh, okay. car. I'm going, going in this blind. Going in no, blind. Yeah. Okay. Very daring. I know. So, but yeah, I know we we talked about that, and you you gave us a little taste of it whenever we first started with your Patrick Stewart impression. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm okay. It's a funny story about that. I'm going to a wedding at the end of this month. Old college buddy of mine. And I was wondering what it would be like if Patrick Stewart were to give the toast at the wedding. 
you know, or mm-hmm. or he or or Patrick Stewart were to be the MC, the MC at the wedding, the actual MC, and because if you ever if you ever listen to Patrick Stewart or excuse me Patrick Stewart talk, he's um, he's just kind of all over the place. So I, I was thinking it would be something like something like this. Okay. All right. Hello. Welcome to the Loch Ness Monster Wedding. I am your host, Patrick Stewart. Yes, yes, welcome to Firehouse Subs. They have the best subs here in town. And if you take a look to the left of me, you will see an open cash bar that Randy, yes, you Randy, I know, I know you're the maid of honor, but you have to stay away from the cash bar because Randy gets a little crazy. Randy gets a little Randy, if you know what I'm saying. And to the right, we have a Buffett, a Jimmy Buffett, which is actually a table, a buffet table with cakes and different fruits that are, that are actually shaped in the form of Jimmy Buffett's face. <laughs> and you're, you're welcome to it, you're welcome to it. And down the hall to the left is also a Muslim gentleman Name Laquanda. And what you do is before you go into the bathroom, you say, Hello, sir. My name is Arrigo Montoya. You killed my father. Now drink my wine. And he will let you go into the bathroom so you can take a shit during during the reception. So something like that. I, I, I like that. I love that. Yeah. Yes, please. I, it's, it's randomness. It's just, it's just random. Yeah. And I, I use that. I, 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 I think I've, I, I love doing that impression. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, it's like one of those impressions that, uh, you know, just kind of makes me happy when I when I do it. Yeah. So like, I, even even when I'm just driving around for Uber, or I'm just going throughout my day, just I'll just throw in a r- random Patrick Stewart impression. And sometimes sometimes it makes people laugh, and sometimes they're like, "What what is this guy's problem?" <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure. And, and, and sometimes I won't even sound just be in the bank, or I'll go in the gas station and say, Hello! How are you guys doing today? Everyone okay? <laughs> Hail Satan! No. <laughs> Do you ever go to, like, you should just go to, like, a restaurant, something like that, and the whole time just stay in Patrick Stewart voice, like, as, as, like, as you're at the restaurant. Yeah. It'd be great. But People I, either look at you like you're crazy, or they want to talk to you some more. But, I, yeah, I, I do, I've... That's one of the very first impressions that I really worked with and put on stage, and yeah, I still do it. I'm, I, and I, sometimes I say, "All right, I'm just gonna I'm gonna kill Patrick Stewart on stage, not actually kill him, but kill the impression." Because sometimes, you know, I mean, you you know, like you get tired of doing certain jokes, or you. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And then I have this. I'll just come up with a new idea. Yeah. And start doing the impression again. So what are some other impressions you've been working on lately? Or uh, do you have any that you're, that you're willing to share? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't have that many like, go-to impressions. Okay. Like, but I do have some. But I like, the, I like old English people. Mm-hmm. Like there's a, a new movie coming out with Tom Cruise in it with Mission Impossible. But yeah. it, it kind of reminds me of like an old Bond film, you know? And yeah. there's an evil villain in there, and he, he sounds like, like this old... He's, like, overacting the part, but he sounds like an old, like, English guy that's, like, an old English villain. Mm-hmm. And I like using this one a lot, but it's like, 
your fears will all come to pass. You will all end up in a torture chamber if you don't heed my words. Heed my words! Heed them! Heed my words! Sir, you will heed my words! The sky will rain fire of death and blood and destruction will be rained upon you if you don't heed my words. Something like that. Yeah, it's good. I like that. I like yeah. occasionally. Occasionally, I'll uh, I'll do the rock. The rock. I know that's I, that's one of those impressions that uh, it, I should have mm-hmm. done like twenty years ago, back when the Rock was a wrestler. Yeah, you know? so it's like rock wrestler voice. Yeah, like, like cutting a wrestling. But uh, I got a couple of weeks ago after a after a show here in this wonderful comedy club, I. Went home and my neighbors were having sex, and it was my. We have really thin walls in mm-hmm. the apartment uh, that I live in, and I know it's not just me; it's other neighbors. They hear it too, because I mean it's really super like cinematic, old Cinemax movie sex. You know the really good just, kind where they're just making like this. This has to be they have to be filming on. a movie or something in here. <laughs> well, I woke up and I was I was a little jealous. Yeah. I felt like. I just had this weird sense of jealousy overcome me and sadness. And I was like, well, okay, so the, it's like 2.30. Then they're on a schedule. It's like 2.30 in the morning, 10 a.m., and then like 2 p.m. And it just happens to be when I'm at the house. So what I did so is it's I... it's like all the time they're having... Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they, they're on a schedule, so it's, it's oh, okay. the like same... Yeah, and it was consistent for like four months. Oh, wow. So what I did is uh, I cooked a hot cocoa, and I practiced my rock impression while they were having sex. But it, it was, I was knocking on the walls and is he taking you forcefully in there? It was more. That was that was like an English rock. <laughs> it's like the rock in Britain. Yeah. Do you smell what the rock is cooking? He's cooking a poop in theaters now. Go see Jumanji in theaters now. And I would do that while they were while they were bumping uglies. Ah, did it ever like stop stop their uh, stop them? No. Okay. I think so just, just kept going. Yeah, yeah. Just they just kept, it, it kept on, kept on keeping on. But it, I think it, what it is is like being single mm. in in your mid thirties, and not having, not having someone to hold at night. You know, when you go home and you're just sitting there, and your neighbors and they're and you, you wonder what they look like, and you're like, I wonder what those people look like, and you hope to bump into them while you know. While you're checking your mail, so you can be like, "Oh, they are hot too. They're hot people having sex." But I mean, well, you know, I don't, you don't want to sound pervy, but I mean, if you have to listen to people have sex every night for four months, mm. you want to know what they look like. You know what I mean? Of course, of course. Uh, but no, I. Uh, so you said you're single, right? Yeah. Okay. How long have you been single? The about, I want to say three years, maybe. Three years, okay, okay. Well, I was, uh, I, 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 I was single about that long until about last year. So, I, 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 I kind of feel you here, but um, yeah, so you, I, you, you talk about that in your sets, don't you? Yeah, no, I, have, I don't think I've done any dating jokes for a while now. I kind of, I thought about doing jokes about my girlfriend, but it's so selective on what I can and can't do and stuff like that. So, I've kind of left it out lately, but. It does kind of. I, I I do feel like it kind of sucks that I can't do dating jokes, you know. Like you know, all the 
all the random shit that happens when you you know are dating and, and you know trying to date. Yeah, be a better term. All the heartbreak. Yes, all the uh, all the heartbreak and feeling like uh, feeling like it's not worth it sometimes. Yeah, but so and then you end up in a bed by yourself. It's true. Every night. But uh, but yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but the thing is, like with, with 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 dating, <laughs> with dating. You know, I when I when I started doing stand up and got you know you get just so involved in stand up and mm-hmm. and you just kind of lose track of things. Stand up and then whatever you do during the day, uh, you're just like, well, I just put that on the back burner. Then three years pass mm-hmm. and you just forget how to talk to women. And when you do, you end up screwing it up, or I end up screwing it up, and. Um, and then you're like, well, well, damn, what I do wrong, you know? Because you've been out of the out of the game so long, so to speak, you know. I always thought doing comedy when I first started doing it, I always thought it kind of helped me meet women, you know, kind of got me out of my shell a little bit. Yeah. So I I, I, don't, I don't know. It's it never really had much success up until a few years. Do you ago. think? Do you think that uh, when let's just say a girl were to break your heart? Yes. Just break it. Completely break it. Yeah. Do you think there should be some sort of apology? Not, not, not. Now, if no, I'm just saying, if it, if kind of not, not comparing this to like a sexual assault mm-hmm. from a comedian, you know, like Aziz, you know, yeah, how, how that happened with him. Mm-hmm. If you know, you were to have your heart broken by another female, do you think she should give you an Aziz? I'm sorry. It depends on how bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, if it's pretty bad, maybe. Yeah, at least the text, like, "Hey, I'm Aziz. I'm sorry. I didn't. You know, I know we had a great time, but you know, Aziz, I al- I'm sorry." I always want to text. I, I hated ghosting. Is that what it's called? Yeah, I've been, I've been ghosted a lot then. Go- yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. Whenever- I think I've heard that. I've heard that saying before, but I, I didn't know what it meant. Yeah, just like whenever you talk to someone, they just adore you forever. And- ghosting. I always wondered if, uh, and then maybe this is a little dark, I'm a little dark sometimes, but I always wondered when I was ghosted, it's like, what are the chances that maybe, because I don't know him that well, I just know first name and I met him on online dating or wherever, I always wondered, you know, maybe they died, Who? How do I mean, and I just think they're a bitch, and maybe like they got in a car accident and died, I don't know, and I was and like, they're dead. and they're dead, and I'm like, nah, she's just a bitch, and I'm <laughs> That's a little. That's a little dark, but granted. But, but yeah, I, I've been ghosted. My would you go to the treasure. funeral? Would I go to the funeral? Yeah, that'd be kind of awkward. Uh, yeah. So After where you, were do you ghosted? Then you go to the funeral. Where? So where did you know her from? Well, her slutty Tinder profile. Yeah, and then she ghosted. <laughs> and then she ghosted me, and now she's dead. <laughs> but no, I. Uh, yeah, that's one. That's one thing I hated the most about online dating was ghosting. Just because I, I, I always wanted, and I, I, I felt like I couldn't, even if it's someone I just dated a couple times, I felt like it was weird to, like, demand an apology. Or not an apology, just demand, like, hey, what's up? Give me a reason. Like You should have expected it, right? Like, you should have expected, like, you're on Tinder or any kind of Match.com. I tried that once, by the way. Match.com? Yeah. I never tried that one. It's like, I think it's modern-day prostitution. Modern? <laughs> Uh, that's what it feels like sometimes with all of them. So, 
I had like I went through I went through a very small phase. You know, there's mm-hmm. a swipe. You're swiping through people. Yeah. And then you just you just don't. I I didn't feel right doing it. And then the one girl that I did meet, like she showed up, and she was from like she had like a California license plate. Mm-hmm. And we were in Mississippi. It was just really strange. And um, we had a date, and you know it didn't work out. But she she may or may not have been like a sexual predator. Seriously. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so that was the one experience I had with it. So if you have, I guess it was good that I had a bad experience at first. Yeah. So, you know. Do you try, I mean, do you try any online dating thing anymore? Mm-hmm. anymore? I like I like the old-fashioned. The old-fashioned. I like the old-fashioned way. Yeah. Where taking you. All, taking a full circle. Yeah, where you actually meet a girl. Yeah. And you talk to her. And you say, how are you? And she says, Oh, I'm good. How are you doing? And then you you have a conversation, mm-hmm. and then she ghosts you. <laughs> and then she yeah. And no, but like the you know what I mean. Like you know we're like like back in the olden days, like the mm-hmm. 1800s. After you met somebody, it would I, I guess it would almost be like you were just unintentionally ghosted. Mm-hmm. You know, if it was in the 1800s, cause you might go weeks without seeing this person. You know. Yeah. The old fashioned. Then you walk around sniffing flowers and you're like, ah, oh, I remember that night. And then you actually just run into the girl and then you start a relationship and it's like normal. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I. I now now I, it's just. It's now it's like just that. all superficial bullshit. Right. Now it's just, I'm going to take three seconds to judge you by your one picture. And, yeah. And I don't like you now. Which, I'm glad I'm not single anymore because I feel like a guy like me that. that I mean, I'm not, I'm not like a first impressions kind of guy. I'm like, you like me by like the ninth impression. I liked you the first time. Actually. First time? Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. It's like, I like this guy. So, yeah. But yeah, like the... I like, um, you know, if it would be just like the, not so the stars of a line, but, mm. you know, if I'm just out and just happen to meet somebody without, you know... Scroll, swiping through pictures and, you know, going to Club Crave and meeting somebody there, you know, that I met on. It's just weird, you know? Yeah. I just, I'd like to bump into somebody and it'd just be like the perfect moment, you know? And like, you, like, you know. You just know, you're like, this is, you know, this is, a, and, and, you know what I mean? Yeah. Huh. I, I, I see what you mean. Did I, did I, get, did I get too I, honest with you? Yeah, it was, it, it, it was a lot. <laughs> You're not a shrink. I, see, I'm just, I'm just I'm telling it like it is. That is one thing I liked about online dating was, that, you know, I feel like I'm antisocial a lot of times. So the idea of just going up to, you know, someone that you think, oh, she might be interesting and just be like, hey, how's it going? I, Ten years ago, that shit freaked me out. I, I feel like now that I'm 30, if I were single, I think I could do it. You know, I'd probably still be aw- as, as awkward. But I, I, I think I could manage to do it now. But, yeah, back then, uh, the idea was, like, online dating. I don't have to actually talk to him for, like, three weeks. Cool. That sounds fantastic. But, no, I think... And then yeah. when you meet, you have to just awkwardly sit there and ask you and just kind of quiz each other to death. Where are you from? Uh, what do you do? Uh, what, where, where, where was your family from? And then just go through all the all the bullshit for, like... You know exactly. what I mean? I well, I feel like, I feel like half, like half the, like 
girls I ended up meeting on online dating. It was just one, like, you know, we went out for coffee once, and it was really just painfully awkward. And then we just we just kind of mutually agreed without ever actually saying it that we're never going to actually see each other in life ever again. Well, at least you mutually agreed. Yeah, it was just a... She didn't was, disease, I'm sorry. Yeah, she, which I guess I appreciate that. It's kind of just a feeling like, yeah, this is a terrible idea. We're just going to just not do this anymore. I, I even had one person just uh, after about 10 minutes be like, Get, I swear she faked a phone call. She did like the fake phone call on me. Like she's actually like... Ooh, have, have you ever accidentally like hit a button on your Samsung and called somebody you, you should not call? And uh, then like, but you immediately notice it. And I don't know why you would have it in your, you know, in your text screen. Mm-hmm. But like you accidentally hit the button and then it starts to call that person. You're like, shit! Yes, I've done that. It, and it, then you look like you, you know. It's weird if you haven't talked to him for a while. Have you ever done that? Like someone you haven't talked to for a while, and then like you accidentally, uh, yeah, you accidentally call him or something. Oh like yeah. That. Um, I had someone do that to me last week. I had and that person like thinks that like you're crazy or something. But yeah. You're like, no, no, I just accidentally hit the button on this stupid phone when I rolled out of bed at six thirty in the morning just to pick up the phone and. See what's going on in the world, and I accidentally hit the button and <laughs> I, I called you, bitch. I, I shouldn't have done that. I hit a series of buttons by accident. And whoops. I, I do uh, worry that, um, like, when I go on Facebook and sometimes, like, picture stalk people or whatever. Or, you know, do you do that? I, I do that sometimes. I'll admit it. I won't, I won't admit who, but I... Uh, I would do that whenever I was online dating. I would find out somebody's last name, and I'd look them up, and I'd, I'd look them up on every part of social media and stalk the hell out of them. And I, and I don't mean this. I don't mean that to sound creepy, but I would just look up, you know, to get an idea of who they who they really are. You know, just a little like, Facebook, little little harmless Facebook, little stalking. harmless Facebook stalking. Nothing wrong with it, as long as you don't take it to the next level. I don't do that. Yeah. And the only reason why I quit looking at other people's Facebook profiles is because I, I would get, I would, I would, I don't know, I would just kind of not get, I, I'd get pissed off. I'd just get pissed off. Like, I, I, I'll look at, and then I, what I did is I just started unfollowing people. Yeah. You know, there's like, you're friends with your old boss or something on Facebook, and he's got some kind of crazy wife that just pops up on there like taking pictures of her abs and her meals and shit and yeah that's on your you have to look at that every single day when you look at your phone i'm like i don't care about your turkey fucking sandwich and your six-pack abs that you're working on and it it was just like a non-stop and it would just pop up on my phone every single day so and then i realized all you had to do was click unfollow you know and it goes away yeah i don't unfriend people i just I just like unfollow or Not, yeah, I didn't defriend. I yeah. wouldn't do that. Didn't no befriending. Only because I don't like drama at all. So I'm like, I don't want to actually let him know. Hey, I don't want to be friends anymore. But I'll just like keep you unfollow. Yeah, yeah unfollow. and I don't. Th- is there a notification on their end that lets them know that hey, you've just been unfollowed? I don't think so. Unless Good. unless uh, none of them have told That's, me. That might be why nobody calls me. <laughs> that might be why nobody calls me. And like the only phone calls I get are from my mom. No. I mean, it, it, it's probably all because of Facebook. It is. I probably pissed off so many people via Facebook from unfollowing them. You ever wonder how many people unfollow you? There's probably yeah, a lot. You think? I, I, the I, only reason I even have Facebook is so other people 
are like, hey, where's what's Trey been up to? You know, what, and that might be why the people don't call me is because they already know what the hell I'm doing. Yeah. Because of Facebook, like I don't need to call Trey. I know where he's at. You know. Yeah. That's true. I don't. I don't. I use Twitter more now than Facebook. So I don't. I transition. I have. I have a Twitter account. Yeah. And I have an Instagram account, but I don't use too much social media. Yeah. And I might need to start doing. It. I've tried to take a couple of pictures. For Instagram, but it's always just like me drinking a daiquiri and a selfie, and nobody gives a shit, you know. Yeah, I know. And I, and I can't even take like I would take a little picture of us after the podcast yeah. and put that on Instagram, you know, because we have a little we have a little moment here in the blue room mm-hmm. doing a podcast, and I would take a picture of that, you know, it just if it's a nice little moment. Yeah. But it, if you if you have too many moments, then you're putting. You know, 40 or 50 or 60 or 70 Instagram posts and Facebook posts, and then people are just overloaded with it. Like, I don't want to see this shit anymore. Or there's, yeah, or there's, like, people who, I, I have this friend. I won't, I won't name them. You probably know who you are, though, if you're one of my Facebook and Instagram friends listening to this. She takes more selfies of herself than I've ever seen in any of any person. There's, like, a daily selfie and it's nothing special. It's just I'm here. I'm driving. I'm driving to work, and here's a selfie, and it's like ready to start the day. You know, smile. You know, smile emoji and whatever. Right. And while she's taking that picture, yeah, she might have hit a pedestrian. <laughs> exactly. Or, you know. I mean, it's just I, I, I want it to be something special. Like, you know, you that picture's okay if you're at some special event or whatever. But you're just driving to work. Who gives a shit? Right. I mean, you're not anyone special. So, <laughs> you know who you are again from talking to you. Stop there taking be, selfies and just, just cool it with the social media, kids. Yeah, exactly. So, we sound old now. That's all right. Yeah, I feel, I feel a little old now. But apparently, Facebook is like a necessary evil, you know? Yeah, it is. I, I've thought about just deleting it, but it, I've done that I, before. I've had this Facebook account for three years, but I... I deleted my Facebook account like years back and I was yeah. just completely just sick of it. I deleted it and everybody freaked the fuck out, man. <laughs> everybody was like, Why are you on Facebook? What's your problem? What are you too good for Facebook? Like, you know, I just I I think it's bad. I just don't want it. And like my parents and not not, not really my parents, but uh, you know, friends. Would were freaked out, and then like I would get spammed to death. Like I would get all these, and I've had the same number for a, like a decade. Mm-hmm. But like when I deleted my Facebook account, I started getting all these spam emails and like just spam phone calls all the effing time. And then when I started my Facebook account back again, everything went back to normal. Exactly. See, I, is that weird? No, I, I I don't think I could delete my Facebook ever. Only and I, I think the only reason I, I I couldn't do that is because I know after like a month or two I'd want to go back, and then I'd have to be that person. I not that I'm calling you this person, but I have to be like this person. You know, the person who would be like, you know, go on a rant about like all this on Facebook, like I'm done on Facebook, and then go back and be like. Hey everybody! Oh yeah, you'd make like, an announcement. You you'd make an announcement on Facebook. I'm done with Facebook. <laughs> Attention! I'm done with Facebook. I'm canceling my account and I'm moving to Colorado. And you just cut your Facebook off, mm. and then 
like a week and a half later, two weeks, you just open a new account. I'm just kidding. <laughs> here's here's memes. I wanted to share memes with the world. Just a joke. <laughs> no, that that's probably the only reason why I would never do it is because I know I'd go back and I and then I and then I just I just feel like I don't want to say I'd feel like a quitter because you quit Facebook, but then I don't know. Maybe one day, if yeah, you decide to maybe. do that. Hey, let me know. We all, we'll, we'll, we'll be ghost comedians. Yeah, perfect. Off the we'll grid. just take everything, like, cancel it all. But you know, like Facebook, t- and then we'll just, we'll just, it'll be like Wedding Crashers. Yeah. It'll be like the movie, but with comedy clubs, and you, you and I can just go ghosting comedy clubs all over the nation. Not don't put a damn thing on Facebook. And <laughs> we'll like, yes, the guy that doesn't have a Facebook account. That's him. Yeah. He's the only guy. He's. A- He's like That's a, a good idea, man. We should do that. He's old-fashioned. He's a little old-fashioned. <laughs> he doesn't have a Facebook account. And maybe we'll get a reward maybe. in the form of an old-fashioned for being the only two guys that don't. I mean, there has to be, besides homeless people, you think homeless people have Facebook accounts? Homeless people have cell phones. So. Then they have to, I mean. I mean I know, the homeless people I Homeless see, people yeah. with Facebook accounts. I mean, I. And. I think at this point, yeah, a, might as well. But you and I could be the only two people not to have a Facebook. Yeah, that could be our special specialty. It's like we're comedians that don't. I have really Facebook think the accounts. world would end if I if I canceled my Facebook. I th- I think a lot of people do wellness checks on me if I enter my Facebook. They'd be like, oh god, he's gonna kill himself. Right? What's wrong with this guy? <laughs> they think something is wrong with me. So I don't I don't think I can. I, I'm a, I'm too addicted. It's yeah. been ten years. So, I mean, then again, we all quit MySpace at one point. So you know, maybe I did, forgot. I completely forgot. Did you ever that. have a MySpace back in the day? I did. Did you? Yeah. Did you have like it all tricked out with everything, like music in there? Or? I don't. I don't think I made it that far. Uh, okay, because I, yeah, I had the whole. You know, that was like in, what was that like two thousand two? Um, I don't, I don't know when MySpace started, but it was. I had. Like when I, was I remember when it, I remember when Facebook. The first week that Facebook was kind of created and it made it into certain colleges, mm-hmm. I used to have a newspaper, uh, an old college newspaper that had, um, and I think I went on a date with a girl that did the article, but it was, um, and that's why I had the newspaper, but it was um, an article about Facebook being created mm-hmm. and like, or, ma- or like making its way on campus at the university of Mississippi, which is where I went to school. And uh, that was like in 2004 or five. And I was like, I'm gonna hold on to this newspaper because I, I, I think this Facebook thing's gonna, you know. It's gonna be a big thing. be a big deal. Big deal. Yeah, I, when did you end up getting actual, like a Facebook account? Look at this. You have phone See, I'm, be, I'm being spammed as we're, I, Scam or uh, fraud, it just shows up on my phone. Someone now. heard you talking about yep. getting rid of your Facebook. Yep, like, no. I told you. That's Mark Zuckerberg on the phone. Yep, he's he, listening. Scam, he, but at least it says scam or fraud. He can, fraud! Yeah. That's, yeah that's, that's a funny word, isn't it? Fraud. Fraud. Fraud! <laughs> it's like, a, like a, a cowboy that's uh, like robbed a bank or something. Just committed. Fraud! Fraud! I want a little bit of fraud. You say it like that. Fraud. Fraud. <laughs> That's going to be the rest of the podcast. We're just going to. Yeah, let's do that. Do it for me. Fraud. 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 
Fraud. Fraud. Fraud. Fraud. He's committed a little bit of food. Fraud. Fraud. It's a light at the end. Fraud. You commit a little fraud. A little fraud. Just, 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 just a little fraud. Little fraud. <laughs> That's fun. This is where people turn off the podcast. Right Whatever, now. man. This is, this is gold. <laughs> this is this is comedy gold. So. No, I mean, it's good anyway, because I got Todd Glass at the beginning of this podcast just... Did you? Yeah, he did a little recording for my podcast. Cool. So it's just him doing the little... I'm know. not your whistle bitch, Todd Glass. <laughs> I want to talk I want to talk about that a little bit. You, uh, Todd Glass was here at the Blue Room last weekend, and um, you were in the, I guess you call it, in the Todd Glass band mm-hmm. for the weekend yeah. for, his, for his shows. Um and I, I believe you was your was your only instrument that you got the little slide whistle. Slide whistle. Okay. I don't know why. I've like I was so excited. I'm, well, there were we had some moments. Yeah. During the show where we did some improv stuff, and I did. I mean, he said he wanted improv, so we started improving back and forth, and you know there was a a little. We had a little moment where he was talking about his uh, sham wow bit. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like what we just did with the fraud, and we went back and forth. Uh, and I just said, "Do your sham wow bit in different tones," and it, it worked really well. But I had a whistle, and he would like just point at us, and I would have to play the slide whistle, which mm-hmm. is like, you know, you know, just slide, a stupid little plastic whistle. Yeah. And then by the, f- I did that for like four shows, and by the third show, I was like, "Why did I agree to this? <laughs> Why did I agree to?" But it, it was, it was. You know, it, you, when you sit there and somebody points at you, and I don't think he knew that I was actually a comedian, is what I think it was. He thought you were a random guy. Yeah, he just thought it was like like a like one of those homeless people with a Facebook account we were talking about. <laughs> so you know, get this guy thing. to play a whistle. No, I'm just kidding. It was fun. <laughs> I, I'm glad I got to no, to be a part of it. Yeah, that's he, he's really funny. We have we have a very similar style. I, I like to put music in what I do. You yeah. Know? Definitely. And it was good to see a comedian. He's the first comedian that I've seen that has put music into his bit. Yeah, no, I I love that kind of where he has those, you know, little bits in the in the middle of his act. Um, but yeah, no, I I thought you and uh, you and um, Lynette Lynette uh, did a great job this weekend from the from the shows I was at. So that was fun to watch. It was but. cool. It was very elegant, and yeah. I, it was almost like I've. You know, I wore a little bow tie, mm-hmm. and you know, I had a nice little Banana Republic suit that I have already destroyed that I haven't had for like a year. But it has, I've like broken pins and like there's ink all over the suit. But I still had the appearance, or excuse me, the appearance of uh, you know, just an elegant. It was just, it was very, and, and Lynette was dressed very nicely, and it was just one I of even, those moments I was I, telling you about. It I even had my suit on too. Yeah, was, you did. You yeah, did. You looked like uh, you looked like Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> that's you know? what. That's what. I'm glad that's what. Uh, that's you, what you were, the only thing you were missing where it was like some some heavy heavy guns or something. You know. I, I think that would have ruined the show if I brought in guns. But I'll, n- next time though, I'll just like uh, I need I need to wear that outfit with guns. But you I'll, did. I'll man. go to a shooting range dressed as a. You were very and and you just had had the the Reservoir Dogs look. Very good. I like it. It's a bit hot, but I, I you won't see me in that look very often. But I, I do uh, 
when I do when I do actually dress up in the whole in the whole outfit, I'm like, well, it does kind of look nice. I actually look like I actually look like I'm a professional, but it's kind of nice. But yes, sir, now usually usually if I'm in a suit, it's because someone's getting married or dying, or both. I don't know. Maybe they're getting you married. Dress up. You married. have to. I mean, you have to dress up for funerals, right? Yeah. See, I used to dress when I first started my job. I my office job. I would dress up and stuff like that. Like not not like a suit and tie, but I you know dress up pretty professionally. And now they've got me down in the basement and everything where no one sees me. So I just I wear whatever the hell I want, and because uh, it just doesn't matter. That's what you know? I did today. But, yeah. I just put, I threw on some shorts and. I got this is my workout clothes. Yeah, see that's what that's what I would normally. I normally just. I'm like a retired person. <laughs> I, I really need a job. Somebody, if if, if you're listening, <laughs> I need a cool job during the day that pays. I, I'm driving around. I really think I've I've been scammed into being an Uber driver. Do you, do you like being an Uber driver? I did it first. And now I just hate it. Why do you hate it? Well, I don't really hate it. Okay. Why do you like? I dislike it because I I think. What it is is I'm spending every time I pull over to buy gas. I feel mm-hmm. I, it, it's almost like I'm behind the eight ball, you know, so to speak. You know yeah. that saying? Not well, so to speak, but behind the eight ball. Well, gas prices have gone up a little bit, so. Yeah, and at the end of the night, I like, I, I drove. I think one week I drove like sixty hours, and they're yeah. like, hey, the thing about Uber is like, yeah, quit your job, quit your job, you know, and you could be your own boss, and you and then you quit your job. And you start Ubering around, but you have to Uber 60 to 70 hours a week just to make any money. I would have... You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you ever have road rage when you do Uber? Like uh, driving that Not long? anymore. Yeah, I got a, I, I've done. I've, I've used the Uber service, and I've also driven in Nashville. And uh, I've tried it in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that'll just take care of any, any, any road rage, anxiety, anything that you have. Can be, but I guess Uber's not so bad then. If they're curing, that's one you know, positive, right? Possibly there. curing anxiety through through Ubering. I'd but say- I, it's not bad, but unless you get somebody in the in the car that's kind of sketchy, and you're like, oh my god, how the hell? Did I? And you don't, even, and then it just happens. You're just like in the car with like not not to say foreign people but like just some really sketchy looking foreign people and they want to put luggage in your car and you're like why do you need luggage <laughs> we're just going around the block and I'm like and then I might have actually just been part of some kind of weird terrorist plot and not even realized it and now you're an accomplice to it and now I'm an accomplice now all because I wanted to be a stand up comedian exactly now now instead you're going to prison i hope not <laughs> i just it's okay i need a job <laughs> A day job. I might just go back to waiting tables. Yeah, get, during the day. Yeah, get and then rich. just ride a bike, and I could just I I could just ride a bike to like work. Yeah, and just stay within like a three mile radius. There you go. You could you could come work with me. And get yelled up by truck drivers all day. I mean, is it, are you guys hiring? They're always hiring, and and I I work in dispatch at at a but it's random the trucking day. company, but. Yeah, well, you start out a night shift. Okay. So. Let's see, I can't do nights. So, no, I can, but you know how it is, man. You got to just, just gotta get that stage time, baby. Yeah, I know. So that's, that's uh, I, because I did nights for four years, and I, luckily, I, I, we got two-hour breaks on nights, so that's how I was able to kind of do a lot of, a lot of comedy, was just come here, do comedy, and then leave, immediately go back to work. 
Yeah, but I, it, I remember you doing that. I it, do. It was a little bit depressed. It was a little bit uh, depressing. You know, just coming out and seeing everyone have a good time. Be like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to be head back to work for seven more hours. See ya. Right. So I've done that. Yeah. So but then I go, because the only time you can make money with Uber around here is at night. That's true. No one's Ubering during the day. And then I, I pretty much just said, you know, I guess I'm just going to be broke for a while. And, but, but I mean, you, if you do, if you do comedy every night, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm asking for your help is what I'm doing. Okay. I'm just good. <laughs> hey, but really. I cry for come help. Work, come work, come work at a, come work at random trucking company that I work at. Cause they, they have like 2000 people there. So there's always jobs for anything. Like, what, what, what would you want a job in? I mean, if you could, like, what's your what's your feel? I, you know, what's funny is I I was a broadcast journalism major. Okay. Never used it. Got it. Somehow got into got into radio sales, mm-hmm. and which led into other sales, and then I just turned into like a corporate robot. And I could, I'm I'm pretty much a jack of all trades. So I can do whatever you want me to do. Mm-hmm. You think you'd like trucking? The no, trucking I, I don't. But I, I felt I just felt ass backwards into it. I, I I feel like I was never like oh I can't wait I, I this is what I want to do forever. But I just kind of like fell into opportunity after opportunity and just it's like well I guess this is what I'm doing for a while. This is where I'm unless at. my boss is hearing this, this is what it's what I want to do for the rest That's of my life. That's why you said X Y X Y trucking company. Yes. <laughs> I try not to say the trucking company, but sometimes it slips. I met a guy last night um, who owned a mustache. Wax business, a mustache wax business. He made his own. That's what he did. He he made mustache wax. That's a guy just doing whatever the fuck he wants in life, man. And, but he, he he looked like he owned a brewery, and yeah. he had his he had the the mustache was just complete. It was black. It was just black as night, and it was turned up into like one of those old like one of those old nineteen forties boxers. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was just turned up and with a little curl on each side, and it was just this perfect mustache. And I said, "Sir, you have a very nice mustache." And we took we took a picture, but that's what he did. And you know, he was just hanging out. But if if I could like start my own mustache wax business during the day, that would be that'd be awesome. In the middle of New York City. Me and my friend actually talked the other day, or other day about you know just something on the side, or starting out something on the side. You know, that maybe it could blossom into something bigger. And I was like, you know what we should do? We should do business consulting. Because it seems like it seems like the easiest... No, I don't want to say easy. I don't want to say business consulting is easy. But it just seems like something you could do on the side if you, you know, get enough credibility in the field and everything like that. But, I don't know. That's an idea. Because I read a story about here in Springfield, they were, you know... They had hired a, a few consultants from St. Louis to consult them about like Northside projects, and it was only for like a couple of days, and they paid them like a hundred grand hmm. for a couple of days for Count consult, me in. consulting. I'm like, and they told they gave them like these ideas, which were like you could have you could have given people like twenty bucks, and they had given you the same ideas. It's just, it's not anything profound. It's like you should redo the sidewalks and maybe and maybe uh, fix some of these buildings. Get some of these buildings fixed. And here's a hundred thousand dollars. I only need twenty. I know. They're like, here's a hundred thousand dollars and we'll pay for your hotel and transportation. I'm like, we, I'm in the wrong business. I, I, 
because it's not it, it's it's just simple shit. I mean, it feels like something they came up with five minutes before the meeting. Like they're like, "Fuck, I don't know." Put in some new sidewalks. Yeah. Can I can I get my money now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just give me put the sidewalks in. Give me give me the money. Just give me the money. Like you know what I I do we need to get into that business because just let me know. Yeah. And like I said, I only need twenty thousand dollars. Yeah. I yeah I would take a fraction of that. So I mean just just for what just for, for one meeting. Reasons. Yeah. No no there's no drugs involved. I just need twenty thousand dollars. Uh, you know they're probably doing. Maybe those. somebody will pay you twenty thousand dollars for this podcast. <laughs> I would hope if you're willing to pay me that much for the podcast, let me know, um, and then give it to me. Yeah, I'll, I'll split it with you, man. I think really what I'm doing is I'm starting, I'm, I'm expanding my Uber business. Yeah, and um, I'm about to move to the city, and I just need twenty thousand dollars to relocate. There you go. Yeah, I'll let you know if that uh, if that's successful here from one of. Uh, and I'm also just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Unless your course you're willing to give us twenty grand. I mean, I'm I'll take it. I don't have any money. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't have I don't have a sil- living the dream, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I, you ever run into people that I, say that during yes, the day? People say, I'm living the dream. People, <laughs> people say the two phrases that I fucking hate. The people say at random trucking company that I work at, I like you ask people like, "Hey, how's it going, man?" I hear either, "Hey, I'm living the dream," or whatever. You that know? means that they hate their life. Yeah, that means I they want to kill themselves. Living the dream, or <laughs> they say it's another day in paradise. That's yeah. <laughs> hate, that means you're in hell. Yeah, I'm like, you could have just said, "I want, I hate my life, and I want to pull a, put a gun in my mouth or whatever." So just be honest. Yeah, just be. So honest. All we're asking is that you be honest. Like. No one ever says that, and they're really living in paradise. No one's like you know out on the beach, and you ask them like, "Hey, how's it going?" Yeah, like, if you were, yeah, I'm, you know, right, living in paradise. <laughs> well, you're right. You, we, we are. Yeah, where there's a beach. Yeah, exactly. Living the dream, baby. Like, if you were married to like some beautiful woman, you had no financial difficulties, uh, just rock hard six pack abs, and you. May or may not do stand-up comedy in like some exotic location. That'd be a little. And then somebody bumps into you. Then you could say, "Hey, I'm living the dream, baby." Yeah. You know who I feel bad for? Is there's anyone at my work that says, "Hey, I'm living the dream," and that actually is their dream. Like this is like their this was their dream. Oh, they enjoy. Yeah, and I'm like, and then like if I knew that they they were being for real, I'd be like, that's the saddest thing I've ever heard. You can do so much more with your life. I know. Like, it shouldn't be the end goal, but you know, that's, that's just my thought here. I won't. I won't go down the rabbit hole with my thoughts on work. No, but. you can if you want. <laughs> this would be like my. This would be like the one day. What, my what other like, sayings do people say piss you off? Other sayings. Stupid the, sayings. Stupid sayings. Um. Uh, I'm trying to think of any on the. I, I feel like really. I'm living, you know, the, the the paradise one. I feel like is probably my number one that I hate the most, just because it's how sarcastic. Or if somebody makes uh, like if you talk to somebody that made a certain decision that they shouldn't have made, mm-hmm. somebody says, "Oh, I missed the boat on that one," or "The boats left the harbor on that one." You ever run into somebody that says shit like that? Yes. Oh, the boats left the harbor. Oh, you missed your opportunity there. The ship's leaving the harbor. I will just shut the fuck up. 
<laughs> I will say I had this uh, coworker that I worked with on night shifts. He would say th- this line, and he would say it multiple times a night when he was talking to a driver that was being a little testy. And I, it just got a little annoying. We almost just made fun of him for it every time he, he would say it. He'd be like, all right, boss, let me land the plane for you. Yeah. Yeah, just that saying every time. Boat to plane. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Plane. We're, we're going transportation here. Land the plane for you. <laughs> just or, land the plane for you. I'm just land and sneak it on in there. Or be a, are you a... Are you picking up what I'm putting down? That was another one. That I which which that. translates to, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, or for Chris Tucker, do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? I can't do the Chris Tucker impression. Uh, that's a hard one to do. Yeah. Ooh, like impressions. Yeah. Impressions. You Robin Williams, what he, what he, he sounded like? Yes. Sounded a lot like Patrick Stewart. Yes. It's me, Robin Williams. Yes. I should have done cocaine. Or if I wouldn't have quit, if I would have not done cocaine, then maybe I wouldn't be dead. Like if you would have done more cocaine, maybe he'd still be here. That's what I meant to say. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. I'll just leave the, I'll leave the Robin Williams impression at just saying the word yes. 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 Uh, like. I should not have stopped doing cocaine. Okay, that's Patrick Stewart. It kind yes. of it morphed into it a little bit. Yes. It's like a, a broken record. Well, really, isn't Robin Williams... A Robin Williams faster. broken record, yeah. He's yes, like, yes. If you tried Patrick Stewart, Patrick Stewart faster, maybe that'd be like more of a Robin Williams. Like, if you played like Patrick Stewart at one and a half times... Let's speed. do a little improv game. Okay. Okay. You give me a verb. All right. I'll give you a person, and then you give me a place, and then let's both act it out. Okay. I'll give you a verb. Yeah. Jumping. Selena Gomez. I'll give you a place. Uh, the park. Okay. So this is Selena Gomez jumping at a park. Now you do it. I'm gonna pretend that you. <laughs> you don't have to actually do it. That's what we got. I'm Selena Gomez. There you go. <laughs> you did it. I don't know. What's been... <laughs> All right, now this is Selena Gomez after she had her recent kidney surgery. I have a fever and I don't feel like singing. I'm Selena Gomez. I'm Selena Gomez, and something's wrong with me. (laughs) (laughs) Just had your kidney removed. Wake up, Selena. Wake up, Selena. You just had your kidney removed. Now sing us a song. (laughs) You don't need both the fucking kidneys to sing a song. She only needs one. Yeah, She can still sing like an angel. That old Selena. (laughs) Let's do another improv game. Let me drop my phone. Cool. Improv. Yeah, improv. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yes. Well, we can. We How can. long is it? What are we, what are we sure, like? we're 52. We'll, uh... Got a few minutes? Yeah, sure. Okay. Improv game. Let's try that again. We're going to try the same thing again? Yeah, but reverse the roles. Okay, cool. I'll give you a verb. All right. Putting. 
Jerry Seinfeld. Movie theater. Wait, was putting a verb? It's a southern verb. Putting. Uh, okay. <laughs> P-U-T-T-I-N. Putting. Uh, I think I'm mean, putting. I'm a fat guy, so I just imagine. Or pudding. Like, pudding. Mm, pudding. Yeah. <laughs> banana pudding. I love banana pudding. Jerry Seinfeld, banana pudding in a movie theater. Jerry Seinfeld, putting, banana pudding, movie theater. And go. What's the deal with all this banana pudding? I don't want to eat this in the movie theater. It seems really messy. That's good. Hmm. Oh, it's me. I'm Jerry Seinfeld. I have billions of dollars, and all I have to do is give Trey $20,000. Give me some banana pudding. What a great movie we have here. That was a horrible impression. <laughs> uh, Give me $20,000, Jerry Seinfeld. That's all I need. Yeah. That's like nothing to him. Right? He probably just he buys yogurt he probably for 20 has, grand. He probably has $20,000 for the And I'm out, I'm out Ubering until my nose is bleeding at 2.30 in the morning <laughs> for 200 bucks. Yeah. Just so I can do stand-up comedy. He wipes his ass at $200. Right. No, I mean, maybe literally. I don't know. Maybe he just takes $100 bills and just wipes his ass with them. I don't think he does. I think it, it, that's another saying that people say. He probably wipes his ass with hundreds of dollars of bills. And <laughs> yeah, he does. Nobody nobody does that. I don't, th- I don't think it because it would be so uncomfortable and you might get paper cuts on your butthole. And yeah. you don't want to do that. Yeah. And they'd be like, I'm rich. Why do I do this? I can fucking afford toilet paper. Uh, but have you Jerry seen a Seinfeld toilet paper thing. with the that looks like hundred dollars? Looks bills? like money. I've seen that. Yeah, but that's just tacky. You don't want to, you don't want to have that in your house. That's yeah. just too tacky. Yeah. Now you're rich. You need uh, not tacky. That's more of like a prop. Yeah. You could use that for a prop. I love you, man. Love you too, man. This has been a. Uh, I was gonna do one thing here, and I dropped the cell phone. Do it. Let's Let me. Do it. Let me. Okay, good. It just fell down here by the chair. I thought it fell. Fell down. I was gonna have to get up and all this, and we we're gonna have to. I was gonna have to have you do some kind of improv thing. Yeah, yeah. I'll do whatever you want. But I, uh, I wanted to try this, and uh, you're gonna be a guinea pig on this. So, this might be great. It might be terrible, but I will find out. And here we go. So I wanted to ask uh, three questions. Um, we can, we can just, do, we can do two. Do three questions. You want to do three? Do, do ten. Ask me, ask me as many questions as you want. As many questions. Okay. Grill the shit out of me. We'll judge by the first two and see how these right, go. Man. So these are random questions. And uh, here's the first one. Would you rather your shirts be always two sizes too big or one size too small? One size too small. And the only reason mm-hmm. why mm-hmm. is uh, I've been working out lately. And, like, my, my shirts, I was the same size for so long that my body, like, my, my shirts have, I've had the same shirt for so long that, like, they have kind of made the mold of my old body. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I gotcha. So, I've, I've lost maybe 10 pounds, and then, like, my shirt still wears, like, I still have that 10 pounds on. So, I just look weird when I'm walking around on those shirts. So, if they were a little tighter... Um, you know, I might still my little my little chub roll right here might still show, but at least it would be my new body, ten pounds lighter. This is what I'm trying to get rid of, Alex. Yeah, a little, this. I, I I got you beat, man. I got a little bit. I got. I know. 
I got a little bit more. This going son of a bitch is so hard to get rid of. <laughs> I, and I've been trying, man. I, it's it's tough. I mean, I was down 200 pounds years ago, so, and then I and then I got a job in trucking and I gained all of it back. But but you know, that's you all look good, man. Uh, good. Reservoir dogs. Reservoir dogs. Yes. I think I would go. I I think I'd go the same. One size too small. Only because I think if I had shirts that were two sizes too big, first of all, I'd look ridiculous because that would be a big fucking shirt for me. But also because I think I would I would see that as a challenge just to eat myself into that shirt. Yeah. You'd be like You hey. would have an excuse. Yeah. I'd be like, Alright, cool, I got four X shirts, you know, now I gotta step up my buffet game. Have you had the fifty nine cent ice cream cone from McDonald's? I've not had the fifty nine cents. Usually when I want ice cream I go to Dairy Queen. I don't know why I just I'm, I'm, this is my diet lately. Past five days. McDonald's ice cream cones? McDonald's 59 cent ice cream cones, Haribo gummy bears, and hot wings in moderation. All at the same time? or No, it was just spread throughout the oh, day. Spread throughout the day, okay. But Three times like a day. One meal of like. No, no. Well, you could eat it all at once. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's a very eclectic meal right there. Right? That's a good word. Eclectic? Eclectic. I like saying that word. I mean, it's just a fun word to say. Eclectic. If the lights were dimmed in this comedy club, this podcast might be more eclectic. Eclectic. That's that's the word you should use today. If you're out and about, use eclectic once. Don't use it too much, though. Yeah, don't don't overdo it. Then people won't like you. And then people will start calling you the eclectic guy. Yeah. I see eclectic guy over there. He's (laughs) dyslexic and he's eclectic. The dyslexic eclectic. He's eclectic. Yeah. So, uh, made a word. How would you say eclectic as a dyslexic? Uh, col- isn't it? Isn't eclectic. It, isn't it like spec? Eclectic. 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 That's too hard. Close enough. Close enough. If you know how to say eclectic as a dyslexic, you might be a genius. Yeah, exactly. Let us know. Here's the next one. And it's a, this is a very simple question right here. It's, not, it's just, what are you addicted to? Gummy bears, 59-cent ice cream cones, and any form of hot wings. Mm. Yeah, I and cocaine. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't do drugs. I'm addicted to... What I just said, performing stand-up comedy and having my heart broken. You're addicted to that? Other people are addicted to breaking Other my people heart. are addicted to breaking her. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like I am addicted to, I'll say stand-up comedy. I, I still have stuck around after three years stand-up comedy. And macaroni and cheese. I'm addicted. Sounds good, yeah. Like, if you just wiped the planet of macaroni and cheese, I'd probably be devastated. I'm one of those guys. If you if you run into somebody that says, or looks at a food item, that looks good. That sounds good. You know, or, or somebody's describing food to me, mm-hmm. that sounds good. That looks good. I do like that. I'm, I'm with you on that. Mac and cheese, any type of... If you ever, you ever just go to Walmart and you're like, look at all... You've, yeah, maybe you've, mm-hmm. you've, you've mentioned that before. And you, you're just like, look at all this good stuff that I could eat. Yeah, exactly. That's why, yeah, I've mentioned that exactly in my stand-up about why dieting is hard. Yeah, just, just uh, stay away from Walmart. Yeah, or just stay away from food in general. 
That's why I had I didn't do this joke that long, but I had one joke about how dieting is harder. I think diet like dieting is harder than quitting drugs because no one need no one has to have cocaine to survive. But you still have to have. I food. agree with you. So dieting's hard, man. I, mean, I no one's like you can, no one's like oh you can only have a little bit of cocaine because you gotta have a little bit. But. Have you ever done cocaine? Let's no, get real. Not. <laughs> I I did I did once in college. Tried it once in college. No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> you ever tried any? I just what I do. What what I did mm-hmm. was I just put a little tip on the tip of my tongue. Mm-hmm. So you sniffing stuff up your nose? Is mm-hmm. that I mean God created cocaine. He created cocaine, and it's on the earth. But he if he wanted us to do cocaine, he he would be like, hey idiots, sniff it up your nose. Just feel nasty. Why don't you play the lottery and go to a casino too while you do the cocaine? <laughs> just just put a little tip. If you're gonna do cocaine, just take a little tip of it and put it on your tongue, on the tip of your tongue. We'll see. Maybe. Well, yeah, I think some people do that. Like brush it, or put their, put their, put it on their finger, and then just put it in their teeth, mm. and they just get a little happy that way. But yeah, you, you, it, it's, it's the it's the drug thing. God put. God put marijuana on the earth. God put cocaine on the earth. He wouldn't want us to do it, or just mm. just do it elegantly. Yeah, is all I'm saying. If you're gonna do cocaine, don't don't. I've seen people mm, like pull do. keys out of their pocket. Yeah. I've seen this shit, and then put it like on the tip of their their dirty ass key, and then just mm. sniff it up their nose. That's when you need help. It's called a key bump. Key bump. I know the lingo. Yeah, have I old, know the lingo the kids are using these days. A, have an old fashioned and a key bump. That actually doesn't sound that bad. <laughs> <laughs> Meet me behind the Sherwin Williams. Right, after, right, right. After, right. The, after the podcast, what were we talking about? Addiction. Yeah, we got to addiction. So that's the best question, man. It is okay. Well, you haven't heard the third. I'm question. addicted to sushi. All right, let me just before we go, hmm. sushi and the seafood soup, like a spicy seafood soup. With all kinds of different fishes swimming around in it, and it's like six bucks, and you can get it right around the corner. I'm addicted to that. I might go get some of that spicy seafood soup if they're open. Okay. I uh, now I keep it pretty simple. I'll I'll stick with the mac and cheese. Although do you I'm, do you watch Netflix and eat mac and cheese? Mac uh, mac and cheese and Netflix. Yeah. Uh, not lately. But you have a little. I, mo- I, you gotta have a little girlf- moment when you eat your mac and cheese. You know. My girlfriend's gonna be out of town for the next week, so I just had the apartment to myself. So I'm guessing that's gonna happen eventually. I'm gonna have like some meals that I'm not proud of, probably, because no one, you know, no one's there to say, "Hey, don't eat all that stupid shit." And I'm just gonna like Netflix and chill and mac and cheese with myself. Mm. Sounds a sounds little, great, man. It, it it is. It's glorious. So, if you get bored, call me. All right, yeah. I'll have to make more mac and cheese though. Now I want macaroni and cheese. <laughs> All this mac and cheese now. I want now I want to go get some, but I don't want to make it. I want someone to make it for me. So, you get angry while you make it. You're like, God, I have to make this shit. I just want to eat it. Uh, yeah, I, just I don't. Wanna, <laughs> I just want to eat it. Got to wait for water to I boil. Have to be patient and sit here and make this shit. No, I just want to eat it. I just take all the other stuff out. I think I might just go to Popeye and be like, give me a family-sized side of uh, mac and cheese. Is that the best mac and cheese at Popeye's? It's all right. I mean, fast food, cheap fast food mac and cheese. Mm. 
Or you can just go. You ever been to the Hill? No. The Italian buffet. Mm-mm. Fat Where's Man, that at? Fat Man's Dream. It's in the old Ocean Zen over there in Battlefield. Ooh, I've been in Ocean Zen. Well, I, I picked up food for Uber. It's over. It's over where Ocean's End used to be. It's over on Battlefield. I know where it is. What's yeah. it called again? I'm gonna go there. The Hill. It's all you can eat Italian fast, or all you can eat Italian. Buffet. Are there authentic Italian people there? I I think it's owned by an Asian guy, but you know, still, it's <laughs> Chinese guy that owns it. Little yeah. Italian food. <laughs> it's it's pretty good. I mean, it's it's not it's not ridiculously. I think it's like thirteen, fourteen bucks. But you get all all the Italian food you can eat, which is n- usually not that much, actually, because I realize you can fill up on pasta pretty quick. So I, th- I I think that's how they that's how they really get you, is that you know unless you're like a professional eater, no one's eating a ton of pasta. I professionally eat hot wings. That's another addiction. But I like I eat hot wings like mm-hmm. I, I like eating hot wings in front of people. Yeah. Like here at the comedy club and just other places, I like sharing the hot wings. But what I do is I get them and I just eat, just eat them like I'm like an animal that hasn't eaten in months, and I just eat them and I just feel like a million bucks after I eat them. <laughs> but I mean, people are looking at me like that guy's, what's he? Is he? Oh, he's eating hot wings. And they, but you, but you eat them and you just just wharf them all down and you just feel like a man, like you just went hunting in the forest and just shot a wolf and you're gonna you're, you just had a battle with a wolf and now you're eating the wolf that's how I eat my hot wings yeah like you're like a man like a yeah. patriotic eat man and then drink a beer while you eat the hot wings chug the beer and yeah. have another that's what I'm addicted to yeah I will say they uh, probably a place I'm gonna eat at this week when my girlfriend's on vacation um, Applebee's oh, I used I still, to work there they have uh. well, all you can eat wings though are they good I mean, they're okay. Are they but spicy? That's all you can eat. They put a little too much sauce All you can eat, wing, oh, you can eat all you want. Yeah. Okay, well, that's a different story. That's all you can eat. I mean, if it's kind of subpar, but it's all you can eat, I'm like, okay. And then they make you count the sugar packets before you leave? <laughs> Eight, six, six, four, two. I remember you saying that last time. Yeah. About working the, uh, oh, the yeah. sugar packets. When I was, that was one of my first jobs in college. But I, I mean, one of my first jobs was hauling manure when I was 15 and that's a true story no but one of my I waited my or waited tables all through college and what I hated is that the manager would make you count sugar packets before you could leave and you had to get the manager's approval before you could leave at the end of the night and he would come and double check how many sugar packets were in the that's how stupid corporate (laughs) America is and restaurants just just fucking let the let them go, man. You know, let it, I, it's, I've just got a twelve-hour shift at Applebee's. Well, you got to count the sugar packets before you can leave, sir. Uh, see, that's why I, I, I. After you said that, I was gonna tell myself next time I go to Applebee's, I'm gonna fuck with all the sugar packets. Do it, and but ask the waiter first, and then tell the waiter, "All right, look, man, I'm messing with the sugar packets, and when your boss makes you count the sugar packets." Do it incorrectly so the boss has to come back two or three times to count the sugar packets. <laughs> and then and then that's like a little unspoken revenge against the manager that makes you count the sugar packets. There you go, fighting the man. Right? I, that's why I'm all about fighting the man. Yeah. Yeah. And then I get spammed to death. <laughs> uh, well, I think we have reached... Uh... I thought you had one more question. Oh, yeah. Do I have one more question? Okay. We'll, we'll get to this one real quick. See if it's a good one. Got to be a good one. Can you tell I like yeah. doing podcasts? Yes, I love it, man. I, I, I love I'm like, it. listen, no, I don't want to go. <laughs> um, 
If it's the highlight of my day. <laughs> if love were a robot that served you every day, what would the robot do? Don't answer old-fashioned. No. <laughs> well, I am a robot, so it wouldn't be as weird if you know I were to date a robot. But um, I would have that robot not break my heart. This is where I have like the like an aw like a right. button. Like a little button. Aww. No. It's a lot like play out music. I don't know, man. Uh, there's a apparently there's a girl robot that is the first robot that has thoughts and feelings. Have you seen this shit? I mean, I saw it on Facebook, so it must be true. I, I, you know, I was actually going to mention after I read that question, I saw it on Facebook yesterday, too. And it, the robot's was... talking to Will Smith, and Will Smith tries to kiss the robot, and the robot freaks out and turns down Will Smith. And he's like, turn down me, robot, I'm Will Smith! But I, I, would, I would have the robot just, I just, you know, let me write the robot love letters, occasionally buy the robot a charm necklace with some sentimental value and just give me some encouraging words and, you know, make me better as a person and a stand-up comedian. So if you're listening, that's what I'm looking for in a girlfriend. I would just want a robot to just blow me more. <laughs> you said it. I was just going to let you say it. What robots are for I sex to... robots. Let's get real here. I just wanted to be the opposite end of that. Be like, uh, I'll just come up with a disgusting answer. It's not disgusting. It's not disgusting. Not the robots good. Until people forget how to actually talk to other girls, and we're just all the guys are just fucking robots, and then there's like some kind of weird, weird like apocalypse where men are just fucking robots because they forget how to talk to women. Yeah, well, we're headed down that we're headed down that right. path. So keep talking to women. Yeah, don't don't just fuck robots. Talk to women, cause you know we we don't we don't want that future. I don't think. We'll see how good the robots get. Unless these women don't, don't change their ways, stop breaking <laughs> men's hearts. You don't change your ways, I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna start fucking robots. That's right. <laughs> yeah, go go tell it to your spouse tonight. So see how that goes. See if she wants to bring a robot into the mix. Don't tell them that you heard about it on a podcast. You heard <laughs> it here first, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Start fucking robots. Buy a robot and have sex with it. Well, and then ask your wife for permission to have sex with a robot instead of your wife. <laughs> uh, your wife if she says yes, your wife's probably having sex with someone else. Yeah, exactly. Who's not a robot? I, well, I am a robot. Okay. Oh, it's like those stupid things on your phone where yeah, you have to click the, the button to check. I'm not a robot. And then you have to go through the puzzles and solve the fucking puzzle before you fill out the form. I'm so fucking done with that. Excuse me. I'm sorry. <laughs> language people. Oh, I, I don't watch my language. I work in trucking. I, I quit saying fuck. I say fug. F-U-G. Fug? Like an like a Alabama redneck. Fugging. <laughs> what you fucking doing? I'm fucking... <laughs> Where's my dip cup, fucker? I should, I should try that at work. I uh, no, I I feel like I, I mean like I've always cursed, but then you work in trucking. Apparently, it's a sign of being an intellectual. And I'm like if some people. I don't cuss. I'm like fucking personally. Albert Einstein then at work. See, and you just said it perfectly too. Yeah, that's. 
it's what well, it's not really with the drivers. It's mostly after a call with the driver. You know, you do the fake customer service voice. And be like, okay, sounds good. You have a good day, sir. And then you hang up the phone. Like, fuck that fucking asshole. He fucking drives his truck off a fucking cliff. Something like that. Yeah, just don't turn into that that voice that you use when you're on the phone because that happened to me. Turn into back when I was in, oh my god, I hate it, man. <laughs> I, it took me. See, I, I left my full time job in January, so it's taken me five months mm-hmm. to not sound like a telemarketing twenty two year old. Yeah. Hey, it's, hello, it's me. It's Trey. How you guys doing today? I didn't see it's gone. Thank mm-hmm. God. It, it's it's tough. It's it's. It's definitely like when you're working. I, I feel like I can turn it off once I stop talking to, like, a driver at work. But, like, it, it feels fake, though. Like, you know, yeah. I'm talking to a driver. So I feel like some of them can sense that, that you just sound like a fake piece of shit. And That's probably why I failed as a salesman. I don't know. Death of a salesman. Yes. Rise of a comedian. It's a great Building way to... new friendships with Alex. Yes. That's a great way to end this podcast, man. I agree. I can't come up with good ways to end a podcast, but that, right there, that was it. I feel like it is. I enjoyed this, man. I did. Thank you. Uh, Before you go, a couple things. Do you have any uh, upcoming uh, things you want to plug or anything going on? I just do stand-up comedy every night, and if I don't, I'm just an Uber driver. Okay. So I'm in the, I'm in Missouri. So you'll see him on... Until, at least until December, and okay. that's when my lease is up. Okay. And then I'm probably going to move to New York City. Move to New York City, So huh? you can see me. You, you can also see me in Florida, Arkansas, and Tennessee. Those are the three, and then Missouri. So I've done stand-up comedy in four or five states. So yeah, one of those states, but mostly here at this comedy club, it's where you can find me. Yeah, yeah, Blue Room Comedy Club, or you can find them in an Uber near you. I might or, pick you up. You know. Yeah, you might, you might pick you up. And then you can uh, you can ask them to do some jokes in the Uber car. Just don't ask me about my material because I don't know what my material is. Yeah, I know. <laughs> don't do that. We don't like that. I mean, I don't like that. I don't. I just I can't answer the question. I never mm-hmm. answer the question properly. People say, "Oh, what what type of material do you have?" And I say, I just, I just do stuff. That's what I'm going to start saying. I just do stuff. I, it's, do. I believe it's funny. You should come check it out. That's what I tell people. Like, you're, you're not going to get it here in the office. You have to come to the comedy club if you want to hear it. I don't have any videos. I have a few videos on Facebook, but I'm not, I'm not huge on. I, don't, I like, I like the, like I said, the old-fashioned way. Yeah. Come to the comedy club, check it out. Yeah. It's much better in person. Thanks again, man. Yeah, no problem. Um, I know we hit on social media, but you are on Facebook. You're on Instagram, right? Yeah, I am. I mean, uh, I do have a Facebook profile, and um, and a Twitter profile. Do you, yeah, do you, do you don't use it that often. No, I don't. Yeah. So yeah, go follow them and all that stuff. Be good. Try and check and, it out. Yeah, go. Or if if you want to give me twenty thousand dollars, marry me, and move to New York City, also. You can touch base with me on Facebook. Yeah, you can do that too. Whatever you want to do. Whatever you want to give us, do to us, whatever. Just let us know. And we'll try We'll try to make it a reality for you. So. <laughs> All right. That uh, does it for this episode of the podcast. Cue yes. the music. Yes. Yes.